Howdy and welcome to the Tomic Bible Study. This is week five, day three of our study of Esther. I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and today we're talking about Esther 5, 5 through 8. Welcome back to the Tenwick Bible Study. Again, I'm your host, Darren Hibbs. Would you join me as we pray before we start today? Lord, would you open our eyes and our ears to hear what your word has to say to us? God, speak to us. Flood our hearts with the knowledge and presence of you today. We want to encounter you in your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. With that, let's jump into God's word of reading today from the NIV. This is Esther 5, 5 through 8. Bring Haman at once, the king said, so that we may do what Esther asked. So the king and Haman went to the banquet Esther had prepared. As they were drinking wine, the king again asked Esther, Now what is your petition? Petition, It will be given to you. And what is your request? Even up to half the kingdom will be granted. All right, again, so he reiterates this. This almost makes it seem like it's not actually hyperbole. I really don't know. I can't get a sense for this. I can't tell if he's really saying up to half the kingdom. This is an odd thing to say, but he's in high spirits, right? They've probably already eaten. They're drinking some more. They're having a great time. She's given this great banquet. And uh, and so he's like, hey, you called us here. You wanted something. You said you would tell us at this thing, at this banquet you're giving us. What is it that you want, Esther? What is it that you want? This is where... Again, I said yesterday, I don't know if if Esther's chickening out here or if this was the plan from the beginning. I really ponder this. I, I, I go both ways as I read this. I would love to know, you know, my contact information is in the show notes and descriptions uh, for wherever you're watching or listening to this. I would love to know your thoughts. You can also join our Facebook group. We can have discussions about these kinds of things. Uh, it's The Facebook group becomes more of a dialogue than it does a monologue like this. I would love to know your thoughts. Do you think that she planned this? Do you think that this was, she chickened out? In this moment, did she chicken out and, and come up with this? Because she knows what she's about to ask, right? She, When we get to the second day of this, she's going to point her finger at Haman and say, this dude right here is trying to kill me and everyone I know and care about, right? That's that's a big thing to point at the guy who's essentially running the country. He has the king's signet ring. The king has abdicated his responsibilities, given it all over to Haman. So this is a big deal, right? Because the king could be like, you know what, Esther? I don't really want to be involved in it. Haman's the guy doing this. Um, I don't think Haman would have done this. Esther. He, I mean, he could have said this. He could have been like, I don't know. That didn't sound like Haman. That didn't sound like this guy that I'm trusting with the kingdom, Esther. Eh, you know, I, I can see a lot of reasons why she would have chickened out. I could have seen, I can see a lot of reasons why she would have planned this, right? To make sure that, that he, that she's really, really got his favor. Like maybe she really wants to know that the king is on her side above everyone else. And this whole, I'll give you half the kingdom thing, Esther, whatever you want, right? Maybe she's really, really getting him buttered up to where he is on the queen's side because she's about to drive a wedge between the king and Haman big time, right? She knows that this is his right-hand man. So maybe it was premeditated. 
maybe she planned it like this specifically to make sure that when she drove this wedge in, when she says what she's going to say, that it really, really sticks. Now, Ken, what happens at the beginning of chapter six is going to be the X factor in all of this. That is just, this is the the, the timing and the planning and the, the execution of the Lord for all of these kind of things where, where the king is not going to be able to sleep and he's going to read about Mordecai. But, but for now, you know, Esther is, is working this one way or the other, whether or not it's her chickening out or she's planned this, here's her ask. Verse seven, Esther replied, my petition and my request is this. If the king regards me with favor and if it pleases the king to grant my petition and fulfill my request, let the king and Haman come tomorrow to the banquet. I will prepare for them. Then I will answer the king's question. So even if she's chickened out, she's decided I'm not going to chicken out more than once. If this is premeditated, then it is what it is. But she's, she's backed herself into a corner. I will tell you tomorrow, but I want you to come to one more banquet. I've got a, she's, she's making it sound like I've got a plan here. I've got a plan here. You're really going to want to hear what I have to say. Maybe she planned this from the beginning. I really, I really do want to hear from you. If you, if you will send me an email, join the Facebook group. Let me know your thoughts. Tell me what you think was going on here. Did she plan it or did she chicken out? Either way, the Lord's going to use it and the Lord's going to use it big. I know that sometimes the Lord uses us chickening out and sometimes the Lord uses us planning things out and being brave and courageous. The Lord can use all of those things to fulfill his purposes. The Lord uses everything for good, for the good of those who love him, right? He uses all those things. Everything that happens is he uses those for the good of those who love him. When we love the Lord, when our heart is set on this trajectory to follow the Lord, everything that we do, even the bad things that we do sometimes, when, when our heart trajectory, I'm not talking about when we rebel against the Lord, and we're like, I don't want to follow you anymore. That leads to nothing good. And sin doesn't lead to good places, right? But when we sin and even when you know we sin and we repent and our, our heart is toward the Lord, I'm not talking about I'm going to sin so that I can repent and just keep doing the things that I want to do and say that I, you know, repent and then I keep doing it anyway with full intention. Then I keep doing it anyway. Like that's not a trajectory. That's not a heart trajectory for the Lord. But the scripture tells us that even when like all of the things that happen, all the things that we do, when our heart trajectory is for the Lord, when we are for him, when we love him, everything that he does, he uses it for our good to bring him glory. What are your thoughts on this? Why did she do it this way? For the 10-week Bible study, I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and I can't wait to see you next time. Hey, thanks for tuning into the 10-week Bible study podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you consider leaving a review for it on your podcast app of choice? It really helps other people find out about this podcast, and my heart is for people to fall in love with God's word. Thank you.